everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Karen Atkins. Karen was one of our presenters for the Loving Healing Creating Summit that we ran in February, and we absolutely loved having her. You can still get access to that summit at www.creativeu.ca. Karen is a unique vitality lifestyle expert and entrepreneur, creator of Master Your Body IQ. Karen has helped thousands of busy students around the world bust stress, build their vitality, and realize their true purpose. Karen has been featured on TED Talks and Good Morning America and is also an award-winning musician. So welcome, Karen. Thank you, Larissa. It's great to be here. Yes, it's exciting. Can you share some of your story and your path that's brought you here? Sure. Um, well, I, uh, I definitely have a creative, creative path. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I started my, when I was three years old, I had a favorite song called Lucy, 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 Put On Your Dancing Shoes. And um, I, I, in fact, and I couldn't find it. So for years later, I, I used to make my parents play it, you know, over and over again when I was three. And years later, all I remembered was Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. And, um, and then my mom would always say, oh, you would always make us play Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. And then I couldn't find it for years because it was like a one hit wonder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but eventually I found it. And that was sort of my through line into just loving, loving, loving music. Um, it ended up having a career after college as a musician, mm -hmm. but I had a lot of health issues and they really stopped me from in my tracks, actually, um, not just physical health, but also emotional health, a lot of stress and anxiety and um, those kinds of challenges. But I had digestive issues. I had, you know, all kinds of hormonal imbalances and all that kind of stuff. So um, while I was, I was launching my music career, and I and I had a record deal and I was you know touring and doing some big shows and stuff and all of a sudden I um, I just realized that I needed to stop and heal myself my body was really giving me a lot of messages that um, the the lifestyle of a musician was not for me mm -hmm. um, and then there were other things so I needed to explore so I literally um, called up my band members one day after this re revelation that I had and said, you know, I'm quitting. And I, I embarked on a journey to heal my body and my mind and my soul <laughs> and the whole thing. And I spent the next 20 years going through all kinds of different healing modalities uh, and, and ways to, to heal myself, which ended up um, opening the doorway for me to do some powerful uh, work with other people, um, not just as a healer, but really as a, as a educator, mentor in the healing field uh, for, for my clients and also students who then um, go on to, to help others heal. And then 
um, through that pathway, uh, I went through many different modalities and kind of thought I figured it out when I, I learned a healing system called Body Talk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was really a huge revelation for me in terms of, um, you know, just how I learned to listen to my body. And I thought, oh, that's the answer. And then I got so excited that I opened up a huge healing center in New York City. And, um, you know, I had this massive practice and teaching all the time, whatever. And I completely burnt myself out again and, and realized this is, you know, this is not good. I need to figure this out. And in through the door of my healing center walked this Chinese Taoist master, Qigong master and Tai Chi master. And uh, I took one of his classes. It completely blew me away. Um, and I really learned the real missing piece that I had been missing all along, which was vitality and life force and, and something called primordial chi. And so I committed to starting the study with this gentleman. Um, and I, I just committed to 10 minutes a day. And after a month, I saw such a huge, huge change in my energy that I then decided this, I need to really pursue this. And, and, and I did. And then I ended up certifying to teach and, um, and combine that into all the things that I was doing. And then as, as it would have it, because I was developing and, and, and regenerating so much energy and life force, my creative uh, passion just came back mm-hmm. and um, where I had really put it aside for almost 20 years. And I started creating again. And, um, and so then I started creating music uh, that was also healing because I wanted to combine the two. So that's, so that's in a, in a long nutshell, <laughs> sort of how, how this all came to be and how I'm, I'm teaching people how to revitalize their energy and uh, also making music that will help people balance their energy as well. Oh, that's excellent. Yes. So what would you say healing with creativity means to you? <sighs> well, I mean, I think I'm kind of in a unique position to talk about that because um, because that is kind of um, what happened to me. Although in a way it was sort of the other way around to most people, right? Well, most people would say, oh, you know, um, any kind of art, which it is, is very, very healing. And of course we know that and that's why you want to do, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're doing this program um, because art uh, in all forms and creativity in all forms and, and all, everything is, every kind of creativity is art in my, in my mind, is incredibly healing. Um, but one of the things that I, I realized in my journey is that if we are missing our vital energy, mm-hmm. we are actually going to be missing the, the motivation to be creative in the first place. And so to me, um, I think we need a little bit of both because if, you know, if you're feeling um, tired or sick or unhappy or, you know, anything like that, um, and you don't have that vital life force, it's, it's very difficult to, to have the feeling to be creative. Right. So for me, it's, um, it's, it's, they kind of feed into each other. You, you know, the, the creative urge it definitely helps you heal. Um, but if you can be strategic about it and, and get your life force flowing, that will, that will even um, expand your, your creative abilities even more. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it's so true, because if you don't have the energy to even start or, you know, or if you jump in too big, you know, like a whole music career and you don't have the energy behind it, it can really, it can be really too much then. So yeah, well, true. and the thing is, when you're 
so it was, um, you know, it was, I had the energy, but my body was telling me something is very wrong because I was getting all these health issues and challenges and, you know, it was a way for me to understand, okay, you've got to look, you got to look deeper at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because eventually you'll burn it out, which is what happened later, you know, and um, if I'd listened to the first message, you know, it would have been a little quicker, but you know, we go on That's the journey, we have the journey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So do you think, um, now you talked about vitality, is that your driving force that inspires you or is there something else? My driving force that inspires me is, is actually when, when I see somebody else um, take uh, the tools that I've given them and, and revitalize their own life and reconnect to their passions and reconnect to their purpose in life and have the energy to be able to commit to what they want to do and, and they are now making an impact in the world that they want to have, that just is like the most thrilling thing in the world. And every single time I experience that with somebody that I'm working with or lots of people, it's just, it's a total inspiration. So I would say, because I've already done it for myself, right? And so I don't want to be the only one that feels so darn good, you know? Right. <laughs> I want to share it. And so sharing this feeling and then seeing how that, that spark light up in someone, there's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And is there a past pain that's informed your life purpose? Well, as I was sharing with you, uh, you know, a lot of the pains that I had in my teens and early 20s, um, I, it, it drove me right to the things that I, that I needed to do to teach. And, um, and so, I mean, it was also body pains because as a musician, I played the guitar. And so I was always playing in a certain way and it was causing all kinds of shoulder and elbow pain. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and it was actually, it was actually body talk was, was one of the things that helped me release those pains right away. So that got me onto that path of my healing journey um, and, and studying. And since then I've studied like 40 different, um, healing systems. <laughs> I got pretty excited about it. It was like, I wanted to know why I'm getting such great results. And, um, and so learning, you know, learning all of that. So I would say just, you know, many, many of those pains, um, physical pains and emotional, um, in my teens and early twenties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have a favorite creative healing modality for yourself? Well, it's definitely music. <laughs> Um, and, and coming back to it after, after, you know, 20 years of putting it aside, I get even more excited. I mean, you know, my friends tell me, God, when you start talking about, you know, I just recorded a, a, a six song EP, EP was short, it's a short album for mm -hmm. those who don't know. And, um, you know, as I'm telling my friends about it, I'm like, oh my God, you know, it was so exciting. And we wrote this under the oak tree and, you know, I just was tapping a beat on the microphone and it, it's just the, everything inside of me lights up and my friends are like, wow. You know, like there's, there's almost nothing. I mean, we know you get excited about, about a lot of things, but it, it, it definitely lights me up. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> music is, I love music, but I, um, I'm a strange creature. I have, I have Asperger's and so music, unless it's a certain particular type mm. just sets me off. So I have only certain things I can listen to at certain times. I'm not your normal music listener. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not your normal music listener either. I, I don't have Asperger's, but I, I'm very picky. 
<laughs> so I understand. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know, like most people I know, music is their go-to, right? It's their sort of for calming or for energizing or for whatever it is, music. And for me, it's silence. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, do understand it. It can definitely be silent sometimes for me too, you know, sitting yeah. under that oak tree um, actually brought the music out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date? You know, we were talking about this before and I was going to answer one thing and now I'm, I'm kind of thinking something else. Well, I'll, can I say two? You two sure things? can. Okay. The first one would be, uh, would be really learning to love and accept myself. Um, uh, because, you know, and part of my story, I also just finished writing a book, um, called the body can't lie. And, uh, and I talk a lot about my healing journey and a lot of it is learning to have confidence in, in actually speaking my truth and not being afraid to say, this is who I am. I know it's kind of different from a lot of other people, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's who I am. And I got to be proud of that. Um, so I think that that's probably um, what I would say. And, and I've gone through a long journey on that of, of spiritual seeking and personal development to really uh, own that. Um, but I would say the other thing is, um, is getting my father to listen to my health advice. <laughs> I actually can understand that one. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, and it, and it, it took me call, being called a health guru on Good Morning America for him to say, oh, you know, they called you a health guru. Maybe I should listen to your advice, even though I've been giving it to him for 20 years before that, you know, <laughs> whatever it takes. But anyway, it's, and because it's changed his life and, mm -hmm. um, and I think he's still alive because of that. So yeah, I'm very, very happy about that. <laughs> I, I totally understand that one. And I, I would say that's a big check mark beside that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not always easy when it's family, right? They never want to hear your advice, even no. though you might be an expert, but whatever. <laughs> if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would that be? I would say it would be helping people understand at a deep level that they can have more by doing less mm -hmm. and really understanding uh, how we not just build energy but deplete energy because from there i mean i can't tell you how many you know people that i talk to on a regular basis my students my clients and people who just they really want to make a contribution to the world but they're feeling too tired or they're feeling too burnt out, or they're feeling unmotivated, or they're having pains, or they're depressed, or, you know, something that's blocking them, you know, or they're sabotaging themselves in some way. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of goes back to what drives me, right, is that if I could really do one thing, it would be help as many people as possible feel good. <laughs> and, 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 and understand that they can feel good by not having, they don't have to try so hard, and that they can, that there is a way to actually build the energy that we need to, to let things flow. Right. So. Yeah. So true. So true. And what inspirational advice would you give someone who is struggling? Um, well, kind of following on that thread, I would say, um, you know, there's a, there's a concept that uh, often in personal development circles that um, is used called um, upstream and downstream. Right. And it's kind of like if you're a salmon, you know, and a salmon is just like has to swim upstream, um, but we're not salmon. And, um, and life has a way of giving us 
um, every mo much more than we could actually expect. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times people struggle because of their expectations. And if we can switch the expectation and, and one, this is one of the things that I help people to do, some of the work that I do with people is to help them learn, uh, like it's not really to visualize, but is to give themselves a feeling that they wanna have. Mm -hmm. And then that allows the, the flow to come downstream to them, right? Because upstream, they'd have to swim upstream, we know we don't do that, right? What's the downstream thing that we can do where we can just allow the flow of life to, and we can just harmonize with the flow of life and start on that stream. And if we can allow, and we can, we can give that to ourselves, we can actually create that for ourselves um, in a very profound and, and simple way. And then if we're struggling, all of a sudden that can change our perspective and it can change those expectations to where we are, we are actually giving ourselves a feeling so much that we have a certain feeling and then that actually brings more of the same thing to us. And it's, it's a law of vibration. It's a law of, like, I suppose you could say the law of attraction, um, which a lot of people talk about. Mm -hmm. but, um, but it really, the, law, the true law of attraction is actually learning to vibrate at the frequency that you want. So if somebody's struggling, the key is to learn to vibrate. And if they have more energy, they'll be able to do that more easily. And that's where my work comes in. Oh, I love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. And do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? Or maybe you just love? Um, well, I have a quote that I really love. Um, and it's, it's by Rumi, the poet Rumi, who's just such an amazing, amazing uh, poet. And this quote, I, I, I guess it kind of sums up part, part of my life. I'll read it and then I'll tell you what I think. But I would say, it's, it's, the quote is, tender words we spoke to one another are sealed in the secret vaults of heaven. One day, like rain, they will fall to earth and grow green all over the world. And, you know, to me, I think it's this idea of being tender, not just to other people, but also to myself. You know, I was saying learning to really accept and love myself. Mm -hmm. um, and um, through in my early childhood and early life, I had a little bit more of an edge. <laughs> Some people will say I still have it, but, um, but just really learning to value the tenderness and the connection and the open heartedness that we can have with one another, um, that will actually change the world. So to me, um, and there's a, there's a gentleman um, who I've uh, heard speak multiple times, his name is Matt Kahn, and uh, he, he talks about, he says, and I truly, when he said this, I went, this is exactly what I've been saying for years, but he said it really nicely, so I'll give him credit. And he said, if everybody in the world would just learn to love their own heart, we would instantly have, uh, we, would, we could clear up pollution on the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, what's polluted is our minds. What's polluted is our hearts. And if we can change what's in our hearts, we will change our mind. And then we can literally see that change, the physicalness on the planet. I know some people will think that's totally nuts, but I have seen it happen in my own life. Um, and I believe it to be the case. So now I'm, if enough people can do that, we can really make a change. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I feel like there is a bit of a shift in that direction. I know it doesn't Definitely seem is. like it when you look at the big picture. <laughs> if you pay attention to the media. It well, but the big like media it. is not the big picture. <laughs> That's I will true. Say. 
And that's that a very is, small picture. You're right. very, tr that's very true. So that's part of the problem is that mm. people are mistaking the media for the actual reality and it is not. It is and not. that's, you know, and that's a big, big, big thing that I, I really have been apparently called because I get a lot of people needing help with this area is to understand that there's a lot of things that we're being fed and we do not need to ingest all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. We, we need to learn to be discerning and that's, you know, also when, when you, the tools, you need certain tools to help you be discerning, but it can be done and then it changes everything. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for that. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we maybe haven't discussed today that you'd like the listeners to know or tell them about? Well, um, <clears throat> I would say um, that because the biggest piece for me has been learning to trust and you know, what I, what I mainly do in the world is I help, uh, I help people regain their, their vitality and their life force so they can actually make, shit happen in their lives you know? and um and i think a lot of people are really pushing and pushing but I, I i had another teacher that i studied with years ago um and i'm going to share something that i learned from him because um it really uh, changed my life and it actually i think is one of the things that got me to move from new york city to california um in front of this beautiful mountain that i see every day um and that is you know everybody's trying to accomplish things in the world. But if you look at a mountain, a mountain doesn't do anything, right? All it does is sit and it, it bees a mountain. It's being a mountain. But that, mm -hmm. that energy and that, that presence inspires millions, right? How many people look at a mountain and go, oh, I'm so inspired. This is opening my heart. This is amazing, right? And so you know, I think for people to understand that with all the things that we want to do, um, we can do them. But once we get into that feeling inside of ourselves, we have done enough. And what we are is enough just in that alone. And I, it took me a really long time to, to get to that place myself. Um, and, uh, but it is possible and it really feels freaking amazing. <laughs> so that's what I would say say is it's closer as you can get to that feeling go for it and uh, I'm happy to help in any way if you resonate with what I'm, I'm saying to help be a guide for you yeah absolutely thank you so much oh that was wonderful thank you for being here I really do appreciate it and for our listeners uh, thank you for listening in and we will uh, be back again next week and in the meantime I wish for you amazingly creative days have a great week